everybody, and welcome to Season 38, Episode 14, the finale of Survivor's Edge of Extinction, I See the Million Dollars. I am Frank, and I'm with my mom, Shirley. Hi there. All right, and we got the finale. I kind of want to get at, at, out all our favorites first, so we kind of review that part. Right. Who are your favorites? That I picked in the beginning? Yeah. Okay, so I've got Lauren, I've got um, Eric, and my guy, Joe. Joe. That's good choices. Lauren's still technically in the game. Eric yeah. and Joe are on Edge of Extinction. Right. It's a long episode. Was that but you never week? know. Yeah. They might work their way back. Yeah. So <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> try not to do any spoilers. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we're going to try not to, but... We probably will. <laughs> crazy episode, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have Julie, Aubrey, and Rick. Great picks. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just nailing picks. it. Yep. Uh, last week we had Aurora leave, and uh, you know she's she's out there with the jury. We have kind of all of our or all of our Edge of Extinction guys out there. Yeah, a big advantage for her, I would say, in coming back is she's always been good at challenges, and she's the most fresh out of survivors. Right, dangerous out there. Yeah, so you know I don't really know if if they're getting much rice on the Edge of Extinction. Some of those people might be hungrier and just not as physically fit the longer yeah. they've been there. So that might be an advantage for her. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. And and depending on the challenge that we get, which we that's the first thing we get into, uh, if it's, you know, puzzle based, it favors David and, and maybe right. Kelly. If it's challenge based, Joe and Eric, Eric and, and, yeah. and yeah. Aurora. So it's day 35 and we start with a challenge. And how is the challenge? What is it like? Okay, so it was a great challenge, I think. Yeah. So uh, let me explain what they did first and then we'll talk about, um, you know, how well each person did. So um, we have where they, they start out, they're attached to a rope. They go through a series of obstacles and then they have to untie these knots and then they make a rope bridge and they cross it. And then they have to untie another series of knots. Mm -hmm. Then they maneuver two balls through a table maze. Right, right. So um, it was pretty good one, I think. The winner of this comes from Edge of Extinction back into the game. And right now it's just Gavin, Rick, Lauren, Julie, and Victoria. Right. So the game's wide open. Yeah, it is. It was great seeing all yeah. them out there. Um so we had uh, in the very beginning, Reem struggling, uh, trying to go through the rope obstacles. Yeah. Uh, Eric comes out first, um, you know, ahead so far. Reem and Aubrey are really struggling through the ropes, which is something because Aubrey had that advantage, I believe, well, you're, right? You're, you're Where right, she yeah. had the rope advantage so that she could keep They practicing. didn't even mention that, I think, because she didn't. did so bad. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Wow. She struggled that the whole time. She yeah. never did move on. I was really surprised with wow. that and surprised they didn't mention it. Yeah. But um, so Aurora got through the rope obstacles first. And then Eric uh, got to the bridge first. And so uh, Aurora gets to the table maze first. They're both doing really well. Yeah. And then after she gets there, then Joe, Eric, and Chris all get there. Um, so at this point, they're all doing the table maze except for Reem and Aubrey. Yeah. Still struggling <clears throat> with those ropes. Um, so then, uh, Chris and Joe, or to start with, uh, Aurora gets her first ball in because they've right. got the two balls that they've got to get in. So she gets the first one and then, um, you know, they all start getting them. Joe gets his, Chris gets his, and then Chris and Joe are really close to getting the second ball, but sure enough, 
Chris is the one that gets that second ball in. Chris is back in from Edge of Extinction, folks. Oh, my God. Sending my Joe home. That's <laughs> yeah. just not fair. And Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey, who got tied up in ropes. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. Love Aubrey, but I really thought she was going to do that one yeah. better. But, yeah, so we've got Chris back, and, you know, it was pretty emotional for some of them. Oh, it was. It hit him yeah. hard. Aubrey right away was, you know, falling apart a yep. little bit. Who. She always does have some emotions, but she's usually a pretty strong person. Yeah. You know, it, it hits you hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody really, even our favorites and two of our new people that we've got to meet, yeah. which, you know, really nice people this time. Um, okay. So one thing I want to make sure we do throughout this finale, Edge of Extinction was a change of the show. And we're seeing that now. They're always right. going to do changes to the show. Right. Uh, and within this episode, they question how good of a premise it is. And I want to talk about that as we go along. Okay. So let's start with this challenge. This is your last ditch channel challenge for everybody to get back into the game. Right. Should it been such a physical challenge? I think it should. Because to me, like, when you went on Edge of Extinction, you got yeah. voted out and you went, you had to kind of keep your mind in the game. Right. So if I was on there, and I was somebody fit like Joe, <laughs> um, I would really be keeping myself fit. Like, you know, go for long walks or go for a run around the island or do something that's going to keep you fit because you're going to know, I mean, you already know that you're coming back in. Right, Or right. someone, you're going to get a chance to you come back in. you have a chance in. to get back in, yeah. I think, but the thing, the thing is, isn't staying fit, is for someone like Joe, he is well enough fit. You wouldn't want to burn the extra calories to exercise. True. You only have limited rice and water. Right. You need to be well fed enough. I think that's why when we saw Aubrey doing so well, or not Aubrey, I'm sorry, Aurora doing so well in this, she is good at challenges, but I thought that's almost unfair for her to be doing this well because she she just left the bounty of the food that the right. tribe had. I think at this point of the game, I mean, you you if you give puzzles, you're also, you know, it's, it's an unfair advantage to the people who are good at puzzles. Right. We I've mentioned this before. I think it should have been an endurance one. Because then you're you're it's purely will or pass out. Yeah, you know that's true. I mean, it would have been really good if it was an endurance, but also the game's about people's strength and weak strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and you definitely show it if you're doing that type of challenge. You know, if you're doing a physical challenge. Yeah, but that doesn't show the weakness of Joe. So for, let's use Joe for an example. Okay, that challenge doesn't show Joe's weaknesses. It only shows his strength. True. It did show. Reem's weaknesses. It did show Aubrey's weaknesses. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying is I think if it's if it's a one chance to get back in, it should be something that as as equal as possible. Maybe part physical, part puzzle throughout. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just kind of felt yeah. like. I mean, if it was an endurance one, it definitely puts them all on the same playing field. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it definitely does. Because at that point, that just measures how much they really want it. Yeah. You know, are they going to use every bit of strength they have to you know, hang on or are they just going to let it go? Yeah. Know? That's, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah, that would yeah. have been, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. That, that would have been a good way to do it. So as we go along, let's make sure we, well, I want to kind of just keep in, keep in mind how Edge of Extinction worked out because the next season's a whole new premise. We'll talk about that as well. Uh-huh. But you know, it's something to revisit because if it went well, they'll use it again. Yeah. Not the whole thing, but part of it. Right. Right. So we, we may see it next season. We yeah. don't even know. We might. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody says goodbye and they're very, you know, it's it's a mournful moment, but they're yeah. all going to to Ponderosa, so right. they're about to eat. <laughs> they were very happy to hear that when Jeff yeah. said that. <laughs> I want to make sure to I didn't have a chance to check it out, but we did see that they saw themselves in the mirror, and it was a real big shot. Yeah, we really got to check it out. Yeah, uh, in between, so we're getting the cuts back into L.A. the right. live show, right? And uh, Jeff's over there, and he's talking to Joe, and he's talking about how Joe's popularity might be a detriment right. to him and stuff like that. Well, he and, was saying he was popular with everybody, which you know. 
I just figured he's more popular with the women than anybody yeah. else. <laughs> but they were saying, you know, men, kids, you know, that it was well, yeah. very different that he was popular with a wide group of people. And he's, yeah, he's awesome. He's Joe. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, they even talked about cutting his hair off because he thinks it might be what's missing him up. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought that would have been, oh, man. If we came back mid-haircut, that would have been hilarious. Oh, that would have been something. Man, he was like, well, do you think I should? You know? Yeah. I don't think he ever would have. I think he yeah. was just playing around. <laughs> but I just thought that was going to be. So it, it, was, it, was, it was cute. All right, so we're back at camp, and Chris is getting uh, back into the to tribal life, you know, and stuff like that. He's saying that, hey, guys, I don't have much use, but I do have information about the jury. Right. He was ready to throw that out right away. He was. And Victoria's reading right through that. She's saying, yeah. like, look, dude, you've been out here. Don't act like you're just like clueless lamb. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You're vicious, just like the rest of us. Right. You're out here to win. And he's really leaning on this information thing, which I kind of felt like later on he mentions and it mentions it, too. And as a jury member, finding out that he's boasting the information thing. Right. What is that like a good idea? Or do they think like, dude, that's confidential information? Right. Or you know, you're using us to play. I, I don't know. It kind yeah. of felt weird. Well, I would kind of think that if you're on the jury, you would know he's only got a few days back there and yeah. he better pull out all the cards he's got. Yeah. Okay. And if that's something that's going to win him a couple people, he better go for it. Yeah. Go you know, for it. Okay. I think any of them on the jury would have that mindset. I think that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But they weren't really believing it. Lauren wasn't either. You know, he's yeah. kind of like, oh, if I go, you know, I go and. You know, he just, he was, he was trying to say he's not a physical threat anymore, you know, mentally and physically. He's just, he's downplaying the whole thing. Too you much. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Too it was, much. Yeah. it was very obvious. So. So we see uh, Chris and Rick start to talk. They, you know, last time we saw Rick accidentally almost, it felt like, because he was the messenger and it was like, okay, let's shoot the messenger. Yeah. <laughs> he's the reason that Chris went out and uh, they start talking and Rick is worried that he might be getting revenge, but it right. seems like this new alliance will be okay. They, yeah. they're, they're, they're forming up again and it's going to be all good again. Uh, Lauren talks to Chris and he tells her that the jury, uh, they want big moves and that, and that Kelly told him that Lauren needs to play the idol well. Right. So idol news is out there now. She, yep. no one else knew about this. She's had the idol since like what day two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now, you know, Kelly spelled the beans and even later on, she's like, yeah, that was verbal diarrhea. I'm sorry. Which <laughs> <laughs> is fair. You know? And so now we kind of understand where, going, where everything's going on. Uh, Lauren just seeks loyalty, so she's she's gonna do everything she can to make sure she has that because yeah. now he has the idol information and it's important. All right, day thirty six, we have a new challenge: to immunity and reward for steak and cake. How did that challenge go? It went good. Um, so to start with, what they did is they raced through a series of obstacles, untied a bag uh, when they got to the uh, that was on the balance beam, mm -hmm. which included uh, tiles, and so with the tiles they completed a combination lock. And then they released uh, puzzle pieces, and then right. they had to do this circular puzzle. So um, some people were hungry for it. You know, oh, Chris yeah. was like jumping over this, you know, the the whole uh, part in the very beginning, the obstacles. And, um, you know, Rick got to the combination lock first, and then Chris, Lauren, and Julie. Um, so he was doing really well. Victoria got to the puzzle first. Right. And then it was Rick, Julie, Lauren, and Gavin. Um, but Chris was struggling. He was having a hard time with that combination lock. Yeah. So he was behind. Everybody else was already at the puzzle at this point. So, um, yeah. and then what, what was really weird is once Chris did get up there, he started helping Julie. I, yeah. What'd, yeah. You, what'd you think of that? That was crazy because he just got done telling Rick that they were together yeah. and, you know, they were going to work together. And then Rick even looks over and he's like, what are you doing, man? You know yeah. I mean? 
I here's my here's it's my crazy. thought. I think he gets up there, knows he can't win this at this point. He's already too far far behind. Exactly. He sees who's got the best chance. Okay, I can get steak out of this. Let me <laughs> at least go for the food. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. And and you saw that once he did get it, or you know, when he was rewarded, he was very happy for it. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So. Um, so yeah, uh, Julie did win. <laughs> Sorry, okay. yeah, I kind of spoiled that part. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. <laughs> So Julie did win um, with the help of Chris, of course. Yeah. And so she's able to pick two people to go with her. Mm-hmm. And she picks Chris and Lauren. She didn't really have any reason for Lauren. Yeah. I mean, you know, when they asked. Well, she had that. She's talking about later on this like secret relationship she had with Lauren. So she's been trying to keep it on the DL, but they have been talking That's about true. who they needs did. to go yeah. where. Yeah. So it was a bit of a reward yeah. for, you know, their friendship. Rick was really mad. Oh, yeah. He felt he like he should have been chosen, you know, because they did have yep. a, you know, alliance there for a while. Helped Chris and has constantly helped Julie this whole time. Yeah. It's only yeah. fair. You know, and Lauren, she's been on many rewards, you yeah. know, so I mean. Julie really, too. She's done, she's done quite a bit of them. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, Rick's really weary about Chris and um, not sure if he's on board with him or yeah. since he saw him with Julie, um, you know, not really sure about that. So. Yeah. It, it was Shaky, you know. Yeah. And and Rick's at a point, and we see it later on, where he really confesses and starts to break down about it. He's at a point where he's been on the bottom for so long. Right. We all really like Rick right now. I mean, he's such a fan favorite right now. Yeah, for it's sure. It's because he's fighting from behind the entire time. Yeah. Underdog story yeah, of the year. For and sure. he's usually had a smile on his face, and it's starting it's, to wear on it him. It is wearing on him. Yep. Yeah. So. That's true. We see them on reward, and Lauren, Julie, and Chris, they start talking about, you know, this being the last chance to get Rick out, you know, yeah. here we oh, go yeah. again. They're going for him. And, uh, Which and they're they all going to be gunning. Yeah. I mean, if you want to win the game, you got to get Rick out as much as we love him. <laughs> yeah. It's only it's, smart at this it's point. It's only right. You got to get Rick out and you got to save Julie. Yeah. Because Julie's your, your end game. I mean, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have a resume really. So yeah, <laughs> sadly true. Um, okay. <laughs> Victoria is also a threat though, because like they said, and, and it's something we've been pointing out and it's kind of, she's been, she's quiet on the show. Yeah. The girl is smart. Yeah. She has a resume. She just doesn't advertise it and she will once she gets to the end. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, our backup vote where we're going to split in case he has immunity because he probably has immunity. They're yeah. assuming so is going to be Victoria. And, you know, that just makes sense. Yeah. Back at camp, Victoria says uh, if Rick goes, that she's going to be the next biggest threat. She's seeing that she is a danger. Like, everybody's realizing how good she is. So her, Gavin, and Rick start to talk about getting Chris out. Right. I was really surprised to see this. I mean, I know Rick just got burned a little bit by Chris, but I was surprised to even see him be open to that idea. Right. Because he has nobody else, really. Right. So why did you do that, you know? Uh, Victoria knows that the next biggest threat is her. And according to Chris, that's true because we're seeing that back at camp or back in jury at uh-huh. extinction, they've been talking about Victoria. It's one of those things that's been kind of going around. So uh, while the editing hasn't really showed us mm-hmm. Victoria's strengths on the island, we're getting like reverbs from the, from everybody else. Victoria's being talked about. Right. Yeah, definitely. So it shows how good she is. It's just that she's not noisy about it to where the cameras are on her, but the, fa- the players know about her. Yeah, right. When everybody gets back together, Rick and Chris, they start to talk about how uh, Chris fully forgives uh, Rick about, you know, uh, voting him out. And Rick basically says, you know, prove it. What did you get in your bag? Because when I came back, I yeah. had something in my bag. What's in your that bag? That was smart. Yeah. And I'm, I didn't catch that it's because that's happened to him. Because I was like, okay, how does Rick know that he's got something in his bag? I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Okay. It was something that had happened to him. Yeah. And then we did. They, here's another one of those moments. Well, it's a moment where the editor mm-hmm. had a little bit of fun with us to show a narrative. 
where they showed earlier that day, Chris did get something in his bag and it was an immunity idol. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so he gives, what it was, it was a half and half idol that we've seen right. crop up. Yeah. All right. So he gives Rick the other half of the idol. Yeah. Full proof that he's trusting Rick. Right. I mean, that's, that's pretty legit. Yep. I want everybody to remember that later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> All right, so after that, we're getting into, and then, you know, so we have Lauren's idol out there. We have mm-hmm. Rick has an idol out there. And then we have the half and half idol that we'll play later on. That's right. what's currently going on right now. And we also had a point at the end of this part where Chris asks Lauren to play her idol for him. Oh, that's important. Yeah. 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 So, so and, and she promised, like, okay, yeah, I promise I will, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And Chris is a salesman, so let's see how it goes. Yeah. We get into Tribal. playing the game for sure. What happened at Tribal? Tribal was good. We, um, okay, so Chris is just talking about how it's like a roller coaster game. Mm-hmm. And um, Julie, and, Julie and Chris and Lauren, um, they hadn't eaten. So, you know, they ended Julie picking Chris and Lauren, uh, you know, was just saying that they hadn't eaten. And Chris hadn't eaten for 28 days, actually. And so that's why she picked them. But, you know, we've still got Rick that's emotional about um, yeah. not getting picked. And Chris that's was where a good he... choice. It was it was the other. Why why pick Lauren? She's yeah. well fed. Yeah. And that's where he starts talking about getting worn down. Um, and then, you know, also saying, you know, here Chris is the messenger. Yeah. Comes back telling everybody all this information. But how come people aren't looking at the messenger? Yeah. You know, they should be looking at what his game's all about and why he's coming back with all this information. You know, exactly. To, yeah. Start looking towards him. So at this point, there wasn't a whole lot of talk in the beginning. You know, usually at Tribal, we've had long conversations, um, but that's pretty much One of the big moments, this is something that we had brought up earlier, is we see that Rick starting to fall apart part where mm-hmm. he's really starting to, he starts to get emotional, tear up a little right. bit about being always the guy on the outs. Question for you. I'm a big fan of Rick. I'm not hiding it. So my first thing was like, oh, poor Rick. You guys give him some food, something like that. But then I'm thinking, hold on, this is Rick here and he's a smart player. Is he doing that in front of the jury for a reason? He might, um, but he's never showed that weak side. He's never showed the kind of like, poor me, everybody's picking on me kind of thing. So I don't know that that's a strength. Oh, okay. In front of the jury. That's a good point, yeah. They've seen him as a very strong player and... You know, just everybody, you know, his own jury, he, I mean, his own tribe can, he can just sit back and they're just saying, you know, we've got to get him out. He's doing a great job. I mean, they're just giving him so much kudos. And yet now it's at the point where he is getting worn down. But do you really want to show them that at this point you're kind of breaking? You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So you, you don't think he's the kind of player that would go for the sympathy vote? I mean, he could, that might be what he's doing. But I don't know that that's a good way to go since till now he's been such a strong strategic player that, you know, I don't think it was good to show a weakness. Okay. Okay. But he's truly getting worn down. I don't know if this is, you know, his way of of getting to them or he's just truly getting worn down. And at first, that was my first reaction is that I felt bad for him like that. But then I I was kind of, as I'm watching, I'm kind of thinking, okay, hold on. Yeah. He might have done it for that reason. You just, he's a good player. That's why I expect the best out of that. So, all right, time to vote. Okay. We have a couple idols played. Yes. We have Rick plays his idol. Mm -hmm. And then we also have Lauren plays her idol for Chris. Very reluctant about that. Crazy. Yeah. But 
She does. You know, it's just, he just came back and he's already convincing her to do that. I just, you got to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, then it comes voting time and we have Rick gets a vote. Chris gets a vote. Victoria gets a vote. And then we have Rick again. Victoria with two. Then we got Rick with three. Yeah. And Chris has one. Victoria has two. So Rick's out. And so. No, no Victoria's out. Rick played his idol. Oh, Rick played his idol. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just sitting here looking at my paper. <laughs> Fake out, guys. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm keeping that in. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> the other thing, you better. Nope. <laughs> That's too good. Okay, so the other two had an idol. <laughs> so what did Victoria do next in the game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really hot. So Victoria's out, yeah. and she says, you know, not sure which one did it, and Devin's good play, and then she said, Gavin, I'm voting for you. Yeah. So see, I had all that about I, Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's been a long day. <laughs> Is that a good move, though? Like, if you're, if you're really a fan of Gavin and you're actually going to vote for him, don't tell everybody you're going to vote for Gavin. Right. So that was kind of yeah. like, come on, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't a good move at all. Yeah. Um, and then Lauren's kind of upset, you know, she's, man, I didn't even have to play my yeah. idol for Chris, yeah. you know, because Chris only got the one vote. So, but, you know, but the hey, main things, you, know, and, you did and, it. And that's Lauren, great player and great player for getting an idol to that point. What a bad move at the end. Yeah. She admits later on during the reunion yeah. show, like, or not even the reunion show, but during the jury part where like, right. well done. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. She just realized mm-hmm. that was not a good move Yeah, in the long run, you know? So we're back at camp, and my boy Rick is out hunting again. Oh, God, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's just so <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. Middle of the night, he gets up, and we already know, like, we've seen this show before. This is yeah. a rerun. We're good. Yeah. He goes out there, and he's looking, except for another editor trick. Six days before, he had made two fake idols, hid them in the locations he had found the idols oh, from Oh, my before. God, I loved that. God, this is That good. was this is, such a cool move. This is Survivor at its best right here. Yeah. Okay, but let me ask you this. This was another editor trick where they showed six days prior. Do you prefer it that way? Or would you rather have like a couple episodes ago, we see Rick make a couple fake idols? Yeah, I mean, either way, I, I would have liked to have seen when he made them, you know, the couple days earlier. Um, and then the whole time, then that way, this episode and the last episode, we're thinking like, man, we know at some point somebody's going to find a couple idols right, that are fake. Right, It It kind of went too fast. Like he made the idols and they were found right away. So yeah, it would have been fun to see them made and hidden and then waited a couple episodes, you know, so it could yeah. kind of build up, you know. When I saw that, I was like, man, as a podcaster about survivors, I would love to be in the next couple episodes to be like, and hey, remember guys, out there are two more <laughs> idols, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, come on, editor, help out the podcasters. <laughs> I know, for sure. <laughs> so uh, he's out there, he's searching for, for the idol. He has those two hidden ones out there. Uh, we see that Julie, Lauren, and Chris, they all start out going out looking. It's still the middle of the night when they're doing this. Right. And oh man, I get hyped. <laughs> I wrote explicitives on my paper, but Rick finds the idol. Oh, so freaking awesome. Love I, it. I mean, all stars, guys. Just all stars. Oh, definitely. He better come back for all stars. He then gives Chris the other half. He's completely. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't like that move. I, I, am, I am okay <laughs> with that move, and we'll debate it when the time comes. Okay. I think it's a good move. But, anyways, I know a lot. I know Rick right now is not thinking it's a good move. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. 
he gives Rick the other idol. They're very open with each other on what's going on. Right. Um, they all know that Rick found one of the idols, but Lauren's thinking, oh, and Lauren regrets giving up her idol. Yeah. Julie is thinking two idols were played, two idols are hidden. Right. So Julie goes out there hunting for the idol again. Lauren's <laughs> out there with her too. And Julie finds one of the fake ones. She's just oh, freaking, she's freaking out. out. Oh yeah. my God, Lauren, Lauren, she's Lauren. Calling, yeah, calling for Lauren. <laughs> and it's great because then Lauren finds the other fake oh idol. Oh my God, that was hilarious. Yeah. First she finds the advantage. It's okay? the advantage that shows and you. And it's the one saying that it's above camp. You have to yeah. climb on this tree. And so it's awesome the way they shoot over to Rick. And yeah. Rick's just laughing and Very having loving, a yeah. great old time. Watching Lauren trying to find this idol, you know. Yeah. It, oh my God, it was hilarious. If I were Rick in this moment, I would not be kind of hiding a while. He's laughing, and it, yeah. he, it'd be hard for him not to laugh. Right. I, if I were him, I would like make it obvious that I'm just hanging out at camp. So he's watching her freak out, <laughs> trying to get Rick to go. Right. Like Rick, don't you need to go get water? Rick, don't you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm oh, fine. That would have been great. I would have loved to that see that. That would have been heck of good. Yeah, she's dancing around and so excited when she does find it. It's yeah. just crazy. One little part again. I've been paying the editing. I've been paying attention in this episode is a lot of editing tricks. When she says, <laughs> I'm laughing, thinking about it. She says, I love how, or, uh, she says, um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the survivor gods think I'm an idiot and they're trying to test me. And when she's saying all that, saying the survivors, the gods think I'm an idiot, it pops up on the bottom, the, the, the text saying one fake idol. <laughs> like <laughs> whoever's sitting there doing the editing is like, no, you still are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're not that great. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought it was so funny the way they did that. Yeah. I had to rewind it to catch it again. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sneaky, guys. <laughs> it's like when they do those like hashtag chicken gate or something right, like that. Some right. weird funny little thing. It was just one of those. <laughs> that's funny. So Rick's at it again. Great job with the idols. We get into another challenge, a ton of challenges. This is the, I know. This week. It's Goodness the gracious. And I know I know you're writing down a lot over there. Uh, I, I see that stack of paper. <laughs> I'm going to get a shredder and some recycling going here pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. Immunity challenge. How did it go? Okay. This was a really neat one. I don't think that I've seen this one. Um, it's High a budget. Whole obstacle out in the ocean. Yeah. In all these different obstacles. So it was really cool. So, um, so they race across an obstacle over the ocean, yeah. collecting bags of puzzle pieces as they go. So uh, once you have all the bags, you'll use them to solve a puzzle. So the different obstacles, they had like a swinging step, a disc bridge, a bamboo crawl, a two-line bridge, and a beaming ladder. Yeah. So basically, you're doing each one of these to get one of your bags. And then when you have all six bags, then you're going over to do the puzzle. So it was really good. Like like in the beginning, Gavin did this disc bridge. Yeah. And he really struggled. He kept like falling through it, you yeah. know. They're all, by the way, just a quick reminder. I think you maybe have mentioned it. They're all like 10, 15 feet in the air. Yeah, they're It's actually high. higher than normal. So yeah. it was kind of like. Um, it, was, yeah. it was really cool. I'm not a big fan of heights. <laughs> I know, huh? Um, so Rick and Chris, they went through the obstacles first and got their bag. So they did pretty well through that. Um, it was funny, like Rick would just, I mean, he just dove through it. He was, yeah. well, they, they were all hungry for their <clears throat> idols at this point. Um, so then Chris got his second bag. And then Julie, or Rick, Julie, Gavin, and Lauren got their second bag. Mm-hmm. And then when it came to the third bag, Julie uh, was first, or Chris was first, and then Julie, Rick, and Lauren. And then um, Chris got the fourth bag. So Chris consistently stayed ahead yeah pretty he's much. good at challenges he really That's is why he got back yeah. in so um by the time uh the fifth bag gavin got ahead 
And what was happening is there's this beam you have to go across and Julie decides that she's going to sit on it. Yeah. So she just like straddles it and pushes herself forward. Yeah. And Chris can't do yeah. anything. Chris yeah. has yeah. to just stand there. That look on his face is like, come on. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> because he can't go around her. So yeah. yeah. So he had to wait for her. And then uh, Gavin ended up getting the sixth bag. And then Chris, Julie, Rick, and Lauren. And so then they got to the puzzle. Gavin was doing really well with the puzzle. Right. And then Rick started pulling ahead. And before you know it, our guy Rick, he won the immunity challenge. boy, Rick. I know. He's so awesome. <laughs> so that was a very good one, though. You that know? was a good one? Yeah. You know what it reminded me? That was back in the day. I don't know if you remember. you got to remember these. Back when Home Depot used to sponsor all the challenges. Yeah. And they were like these big extravagant, like, look how oh, much wood yeah. we got for free for this challenge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it reminded me, those were like, that was a high budget challenge. They yeah. threw a lot of money out there to make this one. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so it was really cool to see. Yeah, it was a really good it was, one. It was a good one. I like when they, they, you could tell they put a lot yeah. of work into them. I liked that each person had to do each obstacle. They do something similar like that a lot at this point. And mm-hmm. usually it's that big challenge. There's like a lot of ropes. They have to like go over here. You remember yeah. that one? Yeah. And they all have to divide up into the different areas. Yeah. But this one was like an even more high dollar version of that. So yeah. it was kind of cool. It was really good. More compact, but cooler. Yeah. All right. We're back. Rick's all excited at camp. I mean, I mean, what a great day for him. Oh, Found yeah. an idol, won immunity. Yep. This means that his idol, this is the last day he can play the idols. He can give it to somebody. Yeah. He's good to go, right? So Chris and Rick are safe. Lauren and Julie think they're safe. Gavin is the only one that's worried. Rick talks to Gavin and says he will uh, give him the idol if Gavin brings him to the final three. Right. He doesn't want to have to do fire. Right. And, you know, Yeah, he fair knows enough. that's not his strength, so, right. you know, he's trying to get out of that. Gavin tells Lauren and, uh, Lauren and Julie that uh, that they should go for Chris, you know, and, and that's the plan, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren is worried about, you know, there being three idols. She's, she's she's sitting there thinking, Lauren's a smart player. Wait a minute. We know that he Rick found one, Julie found one. How did I find a third one? That doesn't make sense that there's three on Right. Here. She's yeah, she's putting that together. Yeah. If the whole point was that Rick didn't plan on them seeing that he found an idol. Uh-huh. They, they he thought they that they Helen had the two. Oof, English. And so <laughs> that's how things are going. So she's out there, she's wanting to share up the votes. She tells Chris to focus on Julie. Mm-hmm. Chris sees how big of, you know, a threat that Lauren is that like, hold on, wait a minute. I need to get Lauren out before she's too smart. She has a lot of people out there on the jury. And she has a good resume. And of course she has. She's been with Dan. She's been with Kelly yeah. this whole time, David and Rick. So that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing Lauren as the big threat and we're heading into tribal. How did tribal go? Uh, Chris, after he uh, he won immunity, um, he said that he had to plead his case, you know, at that point. Mm-hmm. And then um, so for Lauren, she thinks that she's got this trust with Chris. Right. And then now she's not so sure yeah. that, that Chris is really you know, working with her. Um, Rick's talking about how uh, people get laser focused on me and let the rest of the game go by, which is so true. Mm-hmm. It's been all about Rick and and they're not really paying attention to their other threats. Right. Um, so, yeah. And then Gavin's talking about how uh, he wants to go against the best. He wants to win this game the right way. Props he doesn't want to be handed anything. Yeah. So, um, you know, he's trying to say, Basically, to the jury at this point. Exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's yeah. almost won as much challenges as Rick. And, you know, if he had won this one, they would have been the same. A lot of people get in there and it's it's their time, you know, to talk to the jury, which, you know, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was another pretty short conversation, I guess, because we have such a big We have game. so much to go through. Yeah. yeah. At this time, uh, they're getting ready to vote. 
And Julie plays her idol. She brings it up there. Yeah, this is great. Sure enough, Jeff's like, this is a fake idol. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, you know, Rick's just yeah. busting up back there. And yeah. then Lauren comes up to play her idol. Same thing. She even kind of knows, idol. too. She's like, oh, okay, this is going to be, this, that's a bad sign. That's not great. Yeah. And, you know, the jury's loving it. They're yeah. just, oh, they're yeah. having fun with God, the whole thing. They're eating it up. Yeah. And then uh, Rick plays his idol for Gavin because he's yeah. already got the immunity idol. That's you know, it. so he's got the second one and he plays that for Gavin. Part which, of the trade-off. I don't know. Well, that was that part of the trade. Now that means Gavin, it was. you know, if he yeah. wins, we're Gavin good. would take him to the final three. That was their agreement. Mm -hmm. And then Chris plays his idol because Rick gave him back that other half. Yeah. So he has an idol to play. <laughs> idol for days. <laughs> yeah. So um, then we get to the vote and we've got Chris ends up getting three. Yeah. And Lauren gets two. One of your favorites. So my last pick is out. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because, you know, I picked Eric and Joe and Lauren. Yeah. And I just, as the game went on, I couldn't help but just love Rick. My pick. I, wa <laughs> I wanted Rick more than Lauren, even I though know. she was my pick. I know. You know, because we picked, this time I think we picked the second day, you know, the second show. We did. We did. Yeah. And um, catch. I forgot about that. We did. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as the show goes, I mean, Rick was just killing it, you know, they, you know, and again, a lot of it is that editing, like I was talking about before. True. That's why I wanted to make sure to bring that up before is we don't see a lot of Victoria, but we can tell by the other people that play this game that she is very good. We just don't see a lot of her. Right. Rick, we're seeing a lot of. Right. And I think a lot of that is not only is he good at the game, but his personality is great. And I mean, he's finding the idols left and right. That's a real Russell Hance yeah. move. Yeah, it is. So, yep. you know. Yep. So then Lauren, you know, she says uh, that was well played, Rick. And bye, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Good luck. You know, a lot of them have a really nice exit. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm really liking that. Everybody's been pretty decent this this season. You know, it, it, Reem has had a chip on her shoulder from day one. Yeah, because she's been sure. out. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. I think she just did like that first three days or something like that. Two or yeah. three days. Yeah. And, well, the first three days and then she picked a fight with Kelly Wentworth. I yeah. mean, come, come on. on. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Final four. We start with uh, the final immunity challenge right away. So yeah. I know you just explained tribal. <laughs> Your turn for the next immunity okay, idol. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So um, this was kind of a neat one, too. I don't remember seeing like this rocking... It was, yeah, boy, I tell you what, it kind of frustrated they me. It. They call it a rocking walkway. Yeah, it looked like the bottom of an old ship. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I was yeah. thinking. When I, I was like, oh, make that something of the Viking yeah. ship. Yeah, so they have to negotiate uh, a rocking walkway yeah. while attempting to balance blocks on a wobbly ledge. So it, uh, and then and then they're having to walk back for another block while balancing the block on, you know, that's placed there. So... It was tough because, you know, they have this rocking walkway and then they have to put each of the, the blocks one at a time. Right. So they put a block and then they have this rope attached to it, to this wobbly structure. They have to walk all the way back and get another block. So yeah. they have like, well, it spells final three. So, you know, they have what, six blocks. And that holding up the blocks thing with the string as you walk backwards, we've seen a lot of That's times. That's tough, yeah. But, but that one we've seen, it's that wobbly aspect to it that added a whole other oh, thing to yeah. this challenge. Yeah, because that that was, I mean, they were dropping them left and right. Yeah. They were having a really and high, hard time. we could tell you right now, you're about to explain who does what, but it doesn't matter how good you are at normal challenges, this right. one is an anomaly. Oh, yeah. They'll it's, use it again because of that. Yeah, it was very good. So yeah. we had uh, Julie in the lead to start with, 
And she got all the way up to five blocks, but then she dropped. um, And then Chris was doing well. He's going slow and steady. So, you know, he just, he's taking his time. He's not dropping like a lot of people were just... You know, uh, Chris was dropping them left and right. Yeah, Devin's, Chris, and, and Devin's Rick, was just, Rick was dropping. I mean, him. I, I meant Rick. I'm sorry, I yeah. said Chris. I meant Rick. Yeah, Rick was Rick was dropping him. Um, he was having a really hard time, and then, you know, Julie was doing close, but she continued to drop them. I don't think I think Gavin pretty much had a hard time. Uh, yeah, he dropped a the few. whole time. Yeah, him yeah. and Rick were probably dropping them the most. Yeah, and Julie got close again. You know, she kept picking back up pretty fast. But, you know, Chris was still doing good. He was going really slow. Yeah, consistent. I don't know that he dropped at all, really, for Chris. He Yeah, maybe early he on, but a, once he found he his groove, he was locked. Yeah, because yeah. he just kept going really slow. And then he got all his blocks, and he had to inch his way back. Yeah. Because there was a marker you had to get your feet behind. And, boy, he was he was barely moving back, yeah. but... Kudos to the challenge designers, because this was a unique challenge that yeah. really showed strengths from a whole other way. Right. And that last part where he's inching back past that line was was a nail biter. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean it felt like okay, we're gonna see this thing fall. Maybe <laughs> And I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I want Rick. <laughs> well, I, well, me but too. I don't think Rick would but have had a chance. He kept he was dropping too far him by. right away. Yeah. But Julie was so close and I was like, Man, what a big one for Julie to pull out if she can win this yeah. one, you know. So I was yeah. kinda rooting for Julie a little bit on right. this. You know, I really like Julie. Well just Rick's Chris one. ended up doing it and it, it was actually his first win. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that'll happen if you've been out for most of the show. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that when I was watching him play, that yeah, had he know. won, that would be his very first. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. So, yep, Chris uh, won immunity and, you know, so he's safe for the he, next He's vote. not only safe, he chooses who sits with them and who what two will be at the fire challenge. True. Yeah. I so really, they go back to camp and start discussing that. I really dislike that aspect of how they change things to where... Before, I mean, I guess before it was just easy kind of, oh, oh, you vote for this one, I vote for that one. If we tie it up, it'll be fire challenge. And And now the way it's done where you pick who you want to go against, plus... And it's automatic fire challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. You know, it does create the fire challenge part, which that part is always fun, except for one time this time. But it is always fun. (laughs) Yes. It's just that... I, I. Put it up to votes. That's what we like. That's, yeah. what, what, that's what the show's about. And the thing is, if if you know that's ahead, mm-hmm. that's already playing a piece in the show versus getting there. And it's like, oh, okay, now we have to do fire challenge. Right. There's people already getting ready and thinking who's who's stronger and all that. Which is what we see here. We get back to camp and Rick's, Rick's worried because he has no uh, guarantees or anything like that uh, with, his, with his friend and everything like that with uh, Chris. And so what Chris is going to do, and this we've seen this in the past too, where he's going to talk to each person and kind of discuss uh-huh. the situation with them. Yeah. He talks to Rick and he's very poignant with him and saying, like, man, just go practice fire. Because Rick is simply too dangerous. Yeah. Well, he asked him, he asked Rick straight up, have you practiced doing fire before you came on? Yeah. And Rick said yes. And I'm like, dude, why would you say that? You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's just being honest. But. I think he's being honest <laughs> because at this point in, in, you know, it's just one of those things you're going to be honest. We'll talk about it a little more later, later on. But yeah. I think there's a genuine trust between Rick and Chris right now. Right. Especially from Definitely. Rick's side. And yeah. I, I honestly think from Definitely Chris's side, from, too. From Rick's side, for yeah. sure. I think what... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris then talks to Gavin, talks to Julie. Yeah. And he's going to help them practice right. to beat Rick. Yeah. Chris understands if he's going to win this game, Rick cannot be there. Right. They all understand He knows that, that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember a time when someone has been so dominant that the whole focus is on get them out of this game. Yeah. 
At this point in the game, when you know you will lose if you have to compete against them, I can't remember another survivor that was that way. Can you? Yeah. No. I. Yeah. No, not at all. Even the big names. We. I mean, if you throw out the Boston Rob, you throw out Amber, you throw out Rupert, you throw out Sandra. Sandra. She's really good at actually looking like she can't do anything until she wins a show out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then she's great. But all these huge names that we all can just say at the top, Cochran and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you cannot think of any of them that were such a huge threat that the focus of like the last three or four episodes of the show yeah. is get this person out of there. Right. So, I mean. And it's funny because what a, what when props. they go to tribal, they see that he's won over the jury. Yeah. Already. I mean, that's not even something they have to think about, you know. That exactly. makes a huge threat when they think, not only do I got to try to get to the end over this guy, but if he gets there, the jury's already pretty set. I mean, we've been seeing how they're clapping for him or they're laughing for him. They're just taking it all in, you know. Which I think is one of the flaws of Edge of Extinction, the fact that the jury has been there since day one. Yeah. They have been on, the, they've been on Survivor Active. They've been watching the, the things ever since Merger, about Merger, yeah. So this since the, the beginning of this thing, you've been offset. Rick has been with the jury for a while, then back. Right. So there's that too. I mean, it just kind of makes a situation where if you've been to Edge of Extinction, you have an unfair advantage. Right. Which is funny because that means you have to be voted out to get there. Yeah. So you have to lose first before you get the big advantage, but that's what it is, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's kind of like, I don't like that Chris, I don't, or not, I don't like that Rick is being constantly targeted. Right. But you're also like, it's because the game set him up to where he has to win immunity or he's out. Yeah. He's too big of an advantage because he's been yeah. to that island. Anyways. And and he does. He wins immunities all the time. It's kind of like what we were talking about with Joe, you know, in the beginning, winning challenge after challenge after challenge. And we're like, dude, you need to like back up a little bit. Let Eric win one here and there, you know? Right. Well, Rick's getting so good at all these challenges and winning one after the other that it's just pulling all that attention straight But to that's him. the difference. See, Joe wins challenges, pulls the attention. Rick wins challenges so he can survive all the attention he true. has. That's true. That's the difference. And that's what I'm, that's my problem is, is Rick has this attention because of the jury being there so long and knowing him because they yeah. spent time with him right. on Edge of Extinction. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an saying. unfair targeting system yeah. for the person who came back. Right. So. That's true. You know. And, and just like it, it would be, could be argued and will be later on, it's unfair for Chris to have come back because he has the knowledge of the jury on his right. side. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's where we're at right now. We're all trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be doing fire against who. And we get to tribal. How did tribal go? Okay. So with tribal, um, you know, we talked to a few people. Julie was saying that she didn't have to plead her case and that Chris helped her with fire. Um, you know, Gavin, which surprised me, yeah. was saying, don't pick me because I want to earn it. Yeah. I gave him props for that. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. You I know? think I think what he's saying is this is my chance to really put a big mark on my resume. Exactly. That and would definitely is. build his res- resume to get the best guy out. Yeah. And he feels like with, you know, uh, Chris helping him with the fire that he's gotten pretty good at it. So he was pretty confident there and to throw that out there. Really, Rick's not that great at making fire. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not too hard. And it was funny because, you know, Rick is like, this is great. E- yeah. Easy decision <laughs> yeah. tonight. Two like, people want to make fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not getting out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Let them make fire. They're good. They want to. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, it gets to 
getting ready to um, make your choice. Do the choice. Yeah. So Chris ends up. This Blowing was, my mind. This was a trip. Chris gives his necklace necklace to Julie, so he can make fire against Rick. Okay. Now, why? I think because he went to go help the other two do fire. Yeah. And realized that they weren't as good as he is. Yeah. And he knows for sure if one of those go against, one of them go against uh, Rick and they lose, he's got Rick in the final three. He'll never, ever win the game. Yeah. The only way he will win the game is to win at fire. And he knows he does fire better than the other two. It's a double risk reward because also if he does this, there's, well, doing this has one of two things happen. Either one of the dumbest moves ever, and we talk about how bad you are as a player. <laughs> There's been a few in the past. Yes. Or, wow, what an amazing move. Yeah. That's a huge part of your resume. Yeah. It, it's a big it's I a big was one. just freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, you're crazy. But when you think about the big picture, yeah. if you don't get Rick out, you know. If he, uh, if he knew Gavin can do it, Gavin's already volunteering. Yeah. But then again, that's a thing, too. Okay, so if Gavin volunteered and then Gavin won... Well, then, heck, you just got a guy who stood up and said, I'll take on Rick. Yes. But, man, yeah, I, I, again, I didn't even think about that part. Yeah. I just thought about the part that, you know, Chris feels like he can do fire better than the three of them. Yeah. So he's going against Rick. But that's true. He also doesn't want Gavin to shine, getting the number one guy out. And, I mean, that would really right. build up his resume. And yeah, if, good, it, good thought. Even if Julie can do it, too. And it's one of those, you know. Yeah. It just upsets me because I don't want to get into the rant again, but I feel like <laughs> it's unfair that Rick has to sit there and defend himself like this. But oh, anyways, for sure. Yeah. It's so, just upsetting. And the jury's just blown away about that whole thing. Oh, yeah. You know, when he gives the necklace it's to fireworks. Him. Yeah. So um, he just, he says he wants to take the last shot to prove to the jury that he deserves to win and to be the sole survivor. Yeah. So, you know, again, everything they do, oh, they're yeah. pointing everything out to the jury. They've been know? talking to the jury for a while now. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we get ready to do the fire making. And because it's so windy, yeah, yeah, they have to do it in the voting confessional. A little small booth. Yeah. yeah. So he's telling the jury, okay, I'll just give you guys a, a update because yeah. they can't see them, you know. Yeah. So both of them, you know, try to start their fires. And uh, they kind of get going a little bit, and then yeah. they both go out. And you know, I think Chris had a good, a good stack there. You right, know, right, right. more to work with. But um, so Chris ended up getting a better fire going. Yeah. And then, you know, Rick got one going, and it just wasn't quite high enough. You know, Rick's was. I mean, uh, Chris's was getting pretty yeah, high. Yeah, he was a little behind on him throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But he did get one going. But yeah, it was it was not as high. And sure enough. Uh, Chris's rope broke. Yep. So Chris wins the fire uh, challenge. And um, so uh, he says that, you know, he won it against the best. So, and, you know, apparently yeah. he did. Yep. And so, so yeah. yeah, Rick says that he put everything uh, he had in the game and that he's going to be a better husband and a better dad and that he just had a blast. But it's like, no, I don't want I, my Rick to go. <laughs> I know that just peaked. Uh, Oh, but, sorry. <laughs> that's right, no. uh, yeah, it was, you know, so directly afterwards, I'm going to let's be honest about this. Okay. I, I, you know, I, I've never, I've never shied away from my fandom. 
And it was deflating. It was deflating to see him lose this. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, okay, you know, let's finish this. I was upset. I know. I was yeah, upset. Yeah, me too. Because he brought so much to the game. I mean, he did. one player, you know, doesn't typically bring that much to the game. You've got like a few of them. Yeah. That are such strong players. But he stood out above the rest so much, you know. Yeah. It shouldn't be to the point where I'm like, okay, well, Gavin did good. I shouldn't have to worry about that. I should be like, man, like... Other players that are sitting in jury were great. I, I If it were Dan in there, I'd be like, man, Dan made the moves. Yeah. War Dog did great. Yep. Kelly Wentworth, always amazing. But, right. I mean, even just the new players, you know, there, there's a lot of new players. Lauren, Lauren made move after move. Yeah. She's always standing there. Exactly. But we're left with Julie, who is one of my favorites. But I have to be honest, it's more of she's one of my favorite people out there. Not yeah. necessarily one of my favorite players. Right. Exactly. No, not at all. Gavin, who has survived, but not necessarily due to his own maneuvering. He survived a lot of because whatever Victoria said, I think. Uh-huh. And then we have Chris, who has been on education and got back. But I still feel like outside of giving away his necklace was not a big play mover. So it was deflating. It yeah. was a deflating moment. Yeah. You know? It really was. You know, I thought it was cool that the jury clapped they on did. the way they out. They him out, yeah. That was cool. And then... Once he went out and he went to where they, um, you know, decide if they want to go to the edge or not. He was standing right in that section. And I believe he was. Anyway, I don't remember this part. He does a whole, like, news update. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah, that yeah, part? Yeah. <laughs> I just love those. Yeah. He does a good job. He he, does. It's like he changes his voice. And yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. Then we get back to that. We get back to the uh, live show in L.A. Yeah. They give him a standing ovation. Yeah, that was he's, so he's cool. He's a fan favorite. Yeah, we, we know for it sure. Is. And uh, he talks about how, you know. It was cute because he said, you know, Jeff's like, well, you have a small little area. Yeah. Would you like to go national, basically, exactly. become a bigger news inc? And he's like, well, if my boss is shut off the cameras, you know, don't look at the cameras, don't watch TV right now. I'm open for anything. And yeah, so, so I loved it. I'm thinking, it was so cool. Good morning, America. CBS yeah. this morning. Come oh, on, guys. Yeah. Give him a call. CBS. I mean, that's a great place because they, they just shifted to yeah. new anchors and he's already on CBS right now with Survivors. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's out there, guys. <laughs> I want to see him on Amazing Race, too. Uh, well, you know what? One thing we're learning is survivors don't do so good on Amazing Race. Well, not this episode. <laughs> we got our people voted out already. Or but, not voted out, but well, you know. out. <laughs> is there any other shows that, well, I mean, Hell's Kitchen? What else do we watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know which one he would be good at. He would be fun in Hell's Kitchen. I'm just I'm thinking about well, it. Yeah, if, but... if he can cook. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> we get back to the camp and it's one of those things where like everybody's reflecting about their journeys that they've all been on. Uh -huh. And so let's look at what we have here. We have Gavin, Julie and uh, Chris and of the three of them. Let's which which one do you want to win and why? Um, I would say Chris. OK. Um, I think he played a good game. Unfortunately, a lot of the days he was at uh, Edge of Extinction. But I think when he was in, he was a good player. Yeah. I'm not a real fan of Gavin or Julie. Okay. Um, I mean, they're okay. They played a good game. They wouldn't yeah. have gotten this far if they didn't, you know? Right. But I do think that Chris was a lot stronger uh, physically and mentally. You know, he, he had his people in the beginning before he got voted out. So I would have to say Chris. What about you? I think at this point I'm rooting for Gavin. And it's just a personality thing. I, I liked the whole new wife story that yeah, he had, you yeah, know. That was good. He seemed like a real honest good old boy. And, you know, I just kind of felt like I wanted him to win because of him. And it wasn't so much his player status or anything like that, which I think at this point, I think Chris is the one that needs to pull ahead for that. Yeah. I just liked Gavin. 
I felt like Julie, as much as I like her as a person, yeah, her emotional state had hampered her play a lot, and she didn't agree so, so but I think it hampered her play a yeah, lot. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, uh, and that's that's pretty much where we're at right now. So let's head into the next part is tribal, and it's the big one, folks. I know. My goodness, we're already at our final tribal. Um, so Chris was uh, talking to Gavin. It was funny because you know our jury was asking questions, yeah. right? And when Chris decides to chime in, they're not so happy about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Chris is is you know asking Gavin. You know, while the three of them are sitting there, he says, uh, someone's in charge or a goat. Yeah, because, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I mean, so, you know, he's he's trying to, because he wasn't really in charge most of the time. Right. He was, you in know, on somebody relation- else's shirt tails or. The question is on like, like making relationships back at camp, like were you making relationships to better your game or was it part of just being part of somebody else's coattails the whole time? Right. And, and yeah, Chris is jumping in at this moment to try yeah. to, like, nail him. Boy, uh, jury not happy about that. No, no, Kelly, she just jumps in and she's like, um, can the jury ask the questions? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Lauren says that was rude. Yeah. 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 So. Not um, great. <laughs> yeah. So Julie ends up, you know, talking about how her emotional breakdowns were her social game. Yeah. And they weren't on board with that at all. No. You know, they were like, no, I don't think so. You were yeah. just very emotional throughout the game. She's trying yeah. to argue that she steered some of the votes, Julia's vote and stuff like that. And they kind of were shutting her down. They were really just saying like, no, that's not the case. You're remembering it wrong. Yeah. And, and this is one of those things where, okay, you know, Julie, just you need to change your tactics. Yeah. There's, there's a couple ways to play the, this final moment right here where, where you get to talk to the jury. There is the, I outplayed you guys. I made the best relationship one. There's a, uh, um, what are some of the other ones? I just did really good at challenges. Yeah. But there is also one that's played every so often and sometimes is valuable where I grew the most out here. Yeah. It's not played often, but it is played sometimes and it is valuable. Yeah. And she doesn't mention that much out the, uh, at the very end. She kind of throws it in. At the end, yeah. But I would yeah. have been kept saying like, I know I'm going to be a better mom. I'm, I think I'm a better player and yeah. I'm happy that, you know. I would have played that more. Not that I'm a mastermind because that you have no evidence of. Right. Exactly. Don't play I mean, that they've card. been there with you. They know that that's yeah. not the case, you know. So I think she should have, I think she should have focused her game on a different part of her, her yeah. personality. Yeah, I think so too. And then, you know, they start talking about um, Lauren playing the idol for Chris. Right. Which, you know, I thought was kind of a crazy move, but uh, Chris is like, it's a negative reserve, uh, reverse, yeah. which is a sales technique. Exactly. Yeah. Which is probably true, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just thought that was a bad move. I mean, Chris wasn't even on the uh, back from the edge, but for just a few days and already convinced right. her to play that idol. You know, I just thought at this point, you have to be very careful about taking care of other people. It should be all about you when you're down to the last four. You know? But I do like how Lauren made sure to give him props. Lauren said, yeah, he played me like a fiddle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that was, that was cool of Lauren to be like, look, this is the truth. He actually did a good job. He did yeah. a good move. That was cool of her to do that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Rick starts talking about how the rest of them weren't really looking for idols. Yeah. You know, he got all these idols. And even at the time when he's getting them, he's just like, they're just sitting at camp. They're sleeping. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. How come they're not out here looking for these idols? You know, Rick just, would have been gone five episodes ago if they woke up the same time he did to go find an idol and found an idol before him. He right. would have been out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So he was. He had mentioned that, and then they got talking about how uh, Rick gave that half idol back to Chris. Yeah. 
I personally think that was a huge mistake. Why so? Biggest mistake out of the whole show. Why do you think? Why do you because think- Chris is really, out of those three, he is the only one that's Rick's biggest threat. Yeah. And yes, you know, it says that they have this great relationship, but I'm sorry. They're only down to four. Rick has been playing this game like so terrific. You know, he told Julie he was going to, you know, play the idol for her and just held on to it and didn't play it at tribal. You know, I mean, he's, he's played like he should play. I mean, when he first said that, I was just like, oh, heck no, we've seen this before, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he hung on to it, and I'm like, cool, you know, he he played that perfectly. And then when he gave the half back, I mean, yeah, I know they're friends, but you're there for a million dollars. You're there to take I, care of your family, and, you know, I mean, you've got yeah. other reasons for being there. Maybe that would have backfired if Chris had asked for it, and he's like, no, yeah. dude, I'm going to hang on to it, you know? Because who was it, David so, and, and Ron? David's like, oh, I'm going to hang on to it. I think yeah. that's the way it went. At that time, I was just like, dude, that's not cool. It's not right. yours to hang on to, you know. But when you're down to the last four and Rick knows that he's your only competitor right there, I don't know. I wouldn't have been so easy about giving it up. What here's do you what, think? Here's what I'm thinking, okay? I think this is actually a strategic point or a strategic move by Rick. He has players out there he knows will never, ever, ever sit next to him. They feel like they have don't have a chance next to him yeah. at all. With Chris, it's someone who's come back from Edge of Extinction, good at challenges. He thinks that Chris thinks he has a real good chance against Rick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody else has that option. So if he ensures that Rick or that Chris gets to the end with him. Yeah. You know, or that that Chris has the ability to get to the end with him. Right. It's one more person who may vote for him to get across. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's look at this. Chris had to choose somebody to make, two people to make fires. It could have been, okay, if that was Gavin that had to make that choice, okay, it would have been Rick and this person. If it was uh, anybody else, Julie making that choice, it would have been Rick and this person without a question. Yeah. But it actually was Chris to make that choice, and Chris possibly could have made Rick. It makes sense that that he might have chosen Rick out of respect, out of thinking he may be able to beat uh, Rick. Yeah. He's the only person who thinks he could have beaten Rick. So I think... Rick's protecting Chris because he knows that Rick is the only one who may question bringing Rick. Everybody else shuts down Rick every moment. They've been trying to get him out for five days. Right. Chris is the only one that might not try to do that. Yeah. And so when it gets to the fire moment and he's like trying to see who's going to go against Rick, okay, that's what we expected to happen, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But there was a chance, if it was anybody else, no, but there was a chance that Chris could have actually brought him along. Yeah. I think that's why. And we see that, but we see that almost in the way that Chris steps in to do the fire challenge himself. Right. Yes, there is a big, like, you know, we need to make sure Rick goes home, so I have to be the one that does it. But there's almost a little bit of respect in that fact that, like, look, man, let me be the one to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could look at it that way. Yeah. There's a mutual kind of relationship going on there. As soon as he did that, I was like, dude. You yeah. not only handed over half an idol, you handed over a million dollars. And see, and I and I looked I at totally, it the other way. Yeah. I was like, I get what you're doing. You were securing your only right. gateway in. I, I see what you're saying. You do not have another way into this thing unless you win that last immunity. Yeah. You just gave yourself a, a, a chance at the immunity and a little bit of a window. Yeah. That window didn't open, but it was there because you survived. You made right. it survive. That's what I was thinking. But, you know, just him giving him that idol and then going right into tribal. Chris got the most votes. Bam, he would have been gone if he hadn't had a tribal, you know. A, then Lauren would have been in. And, I mean, maybe Rick would have won that challenge then, but he wasn't doing great. 
Yeah. Julie would have won that challenge. And so, or Lauren might have, but because Lauren would have been there. Julie would have won that challenge. You know what I'm saying? Then there's absolutely no chance for yeah. Rick. There yeah. was a little bit of a chance with Chris winning it. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah. I was oh, freaking out at the time, but I see what you're saying. No, I, trust me. <laughs> trust me, me too. This episode has had me more on edge then Survivors has in a long time. It yeah. was such a good episode. That's yeah. why I'm all heated today. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and then Rick asks, which was a good question, who has never had their name written down? I know. What a good question. The only person was Gavin. I know. Gavin, uh, props never to Gavin. Never had his name written down. Yep. Yeah. That was that was surprising. Yeah. I thought there would have been a couple more, but nope. He's been, he's been two under the radar the whole time. Yeah, totally. Two under the radar. Yeah. So at this point, we're ready to vote. Mm -hmm. And so we have Gavin gets this is voting to win. So obviously. so let's do the votes opposite way. So Julie gets zero votes. Right. Unfortunate. Julie, you were my favorite one of my favorites. Uh, okay. You're out. So who's got the who's the winner? Just go who's the winner? Drum roll. Da 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 da. The winner is Chris. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh Gavin gets four votes. Chris gets seven. Next so. season, I will get drum roll <laughs> sound, sound effects. <laughs> yeah, we should have at least did this, but yeah. then that affects our <laughs> our taping. <laughs> yeah, Chris wins. And you know what? Props, Chris. I mean, you weren't in the actual game part much, but when you were, you were shaking in a exactly. bacon. So yeah. you earned it in just the one of them had brought that point up. Or maybe it was, I think it was Lauren yeah. saying that like. Telling Gavin, Gavin, who's sitting there, you know, because Gavin feels like it's unfair that, that he's coming back from Edge of Extinction. Yeah. He, he's making the argument that I had already made earlier on, but he was basically making that argument like it's unfair because one of the questions was only about what was Edge of Extinction like for you and your relationships. Yeah. And Gavin's arguing like, look, that's unfair that you guys aren't doing this and that. And War Dog had to come out and say like, the theme is not on trial. You guys are on trial. And yeah. then Jeff made sure to reiterate that later on during the thing. So there is clearly flaws in Edge of Extinction. Yeah. The definitely. show has now admitted it, you know, yeah. almost pretty yeah. much. So <laughs> I think the first half was great when we didn't know that Edge of Extinction existed. But when you did know, then you were playing to the jury for the entire season. Yeah. So it was kind of rough. Yeah. Okay. It was a great episode, but I just, I don't, I mean, a season, but I just don't know if they'll bring Edge of Extinction I back don't, yeah, I mean, once they've already done it. Think about it. Think of the two, mo the two people. One of them was Rick, was everybody's favorite. Yeah. Back from Edge of Extinction. The other one that won was Chris back from Edge of Extinction. It's too yeah. big of an advantage. Yeah. That right there tells you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they talked about both of them at different times, talked about when they came back, what a different, how they felt different. And they just yeah. looked at the game totally different. It gave them time to, to really reflect yeah. on what they're out there for. And I mean, they came back a lot hungrier than the people that, you know, existed there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris wins, uh, what a great job, honestly. Great yeah, game played. It definitely. was a great season. Whether or not you liked the premise, it was a great season. We got to meet some really cool people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so of my favorites, go of our favorites again. Aubrey went out early, but I really liked her. She's, she was watching her try to get back in at Edge of Extinction was fun. Above all, it was fun watching her on Jury. Yeah. <laughs> she was a blast. All her, Julia. Yeah, they're really good. Um Julie, I think, really grew a lot. So I, you know, and I'm happy for. Her. I think she's. You see her in the re, in the reunion. She seems like she's really, you know, she's grown a lot from this. She's happy yeah. for the experience, which is a lot of them say that, but sometimes you can really tell. Yeah. And I think she she's gotten stronger from it. She's cool with it. And then uh, last was Rick, and I think we found a new all star. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know, I'm thinking CBS this morning. You guys need to hire him. But <laughs> you know, he he was awesome. He was, he was a really, really good player. Awesome. It's it's fun to watch a player that just 
keeps you entertained. Yeah. Which oh, is so nice. He sure did. Yeah. So how did your favorites do throughout this whole season? And, um, and so, you, you know, I had Joe and Eric and Lauren. Yeah. Uh, Lauren got down to the last five. She was So awesome. she did pretty good. I yeah. mean, she, she did good in the challenges. She had that point where, you know, she was really hungry and not feeling well. And oh, ended I know. Up passing I, I thought out. she would have been out. I did too. Yeah. You know, but she bounced back from that. And uh, she really did good. I think yeah. she did well. And then, you know, of course, we have Joe and Eric that ended up on the edge of extinction. Yeah. But they were killing the game to start with. I mean, they were, you know, willing, winning those challenges. And they were doing a really good job. Um, yeah. I kind of wish that one of them, you know, had come back after the challenge. Yeah. I don't know that it would be any different, you know, because people kind of looked at the time there being either a plus or a negative. I think maybe Joe coming back would have been... I mean, I, I can I can imagine him winning the challenges again. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it would have been interesting. Yeah. So you know they were good picks, but you know I ended up losing two of them pretty early. Yeah. But that, it, that it Lauren was, good. was a, when you first picked Lauren, I thought, no, oh, okay, that's yeah. I I really grew to like her a lot. She and was really, a great when player. I was picking them, I'm not just saying this. Hell yeah. It was between her or Chris. It really was. And damn it, I should have oh, done man. Chris. <laughs> what was I thinking? No, but it, you know it yeah. was. And then, um, so, you know. Really? I wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah. something else. Yeah. Huh. yeah. He did stand out to me in the beginning, you know. Yeah. I, you know, good job. But I mean, he did, did great. Yeah. We didn't know that much about him because the reason that we picked in the second episode is just because the first didn't really touch on each person. Yeah. There was quite a few of them that they didn't say a whole lot well, about. Well, because they were they were really focused on the four returners. Yes. In the, that definitely. first episode, yep. David, Kelly, you know, Aubrey, and Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we made some good choices there. Yeah. I'm glad we did the second. We might have to do it for the next one. Yeah. So speaking of the next one, we have two returners coming back, but it's for a different thing. Oh, my God. I know. This is so awesome. They're mentors. <laughs> and I mean, talk about whew, uh, talk about players right here. Oh, yeah. Heck of great. Boston Rob whoop, and whoop. Sandra, <laughs> the double winner, Sandra, oh my God. is coming back. Yes. Now, so awesome. I really am interested in this. They're coming back as mentors. Right. They're going to live on a separate island. They have statues of them out there. Yeah. Which is, that's great. <laughs> Again, they must have that deal with Home Depot. They're made out of big wood statues. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy anytime those two are on screen. Yeah. I just, they're, they're freaking great. So they're going to be mentors. I have an idea. They didn't say it, but I think what it is is they're going to have teams. Team Rob team sandra and they're gonna be coaching their team like they do on the voice uh-huh. i don't watch the voice right. but i know that that right. part's part of it yeah yeah definitely uh i could see that happening and in that case what team wins oh i know I well, I'm, know. I'm asking you what do you oh. think <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know maybe boston robs i no way i don't know sandra is a double winner sandra's oh, unbeatable she is, but I don't know. The, I love Rob. The third time she came back and they were joking around like, guys, don't let this be a third time. Yeah. She was doing good. It, I mean, yeah. she was like stealthing her way back up. Like, guys, yeah. it's a, it's the same playbook. She's not even like right. changing anything. And, you know, really, when I think about it, the second time that Boston Rob came back, he, he was, was kind of homesick. Yeah. He was married with little girls at this point. Yeah. He's got know? Amber who won a million dollars. He's already got a million dollars. Oh, well, I know. You know so does Sandra. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they're. Yeah, yeah. I think last time he came back, he was the same. Like, I'm getting a little yeah. too old for this. He's got some great. He's a real. By the way, guys, follow him on Twitter. Uh, Boston Rob's a real fun follower. Yeah, yeah. He has. I think he has two books out at this point. He's got the girls from, and, and there's Amber and stuff like that. He's also like playing poker all the time, like a semi-pro yeah. poker player. So that's, that's really cool. fun to see. 
He's a fun one to follow on Twitter. Yeah, he was uh, a good player. I don't mean he, that he didn't play good. But no, I know you could but see you could more of the family man kind of. He's thing, getting you know? aged. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's like with uh, Ozzy. Last time Ozzy was back, Ozzy was kind of looking long in the tooth and getting tired and stuff uh-huh. like that. So yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, and then uh, one cool thing we got during the reunion. Because the reunion was cool. We got to check back on everybody. Yeah, yeah. I liked how they made sure to stop and really give props to Reem. Yeah. Which was cool because, I mean, that might be one of the best parts about Edge of Extinction is that we got the first player out. Uh-huh. We really got to learn a lot more about her. Yeah. And like her she or dislike her. two days there. Yeah. Dang. And normally when the first person's out, I couldn't tell you their name. Yeah. I can't tell you anybody's names of the first people <laughs> exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. I could tell you Reem. And you know what? What a fighter. Yeah. You know, so she said she never wanted to, you know, pull up that mask that she, yeah, she was going to stay either way. Yeah. But uh, one thing that we wanted to make sure to do is um, Sia, who's a big fan of the of the show. Um, yeah. Do you know any of her songs? I know. I don't. I know what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that awesome hairdo she's got. It's one of those things where I just like let my Spotify do its thing. And I'm like, oh, I like this song. I couldn't tell you who sings exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know she's a huge star. She's, so, she, yeah, yeah, I know she's awesome. I know she's been on Saturday Night Live a lot. Yeah. A couple times here and there. But anyways, she's a big fan of the show and she's got the money to throw around apparently. So yeah. she has a favorite. She picks a favorite. She gives him the Sierra Award. And so she picks up her favorite. She says it's the person who entertains her the most. She gives them a hundred thousand dollars. That's so freaking awesome! It's awesome. I and wish she I had that much money picked, to be able to do it. Here's where I'm gonna enter that drum roll next year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she picked Rick. So Rick yeah. ended up walking away with a hundred thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. That's yeah. so cool. Real Rick, guess what? You won a second award, the Outlast Podcast Award for most favorite player. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I didn't even talk to you about that. I'm just taking it. And I'm giving it to him. Oh, definitely. Congrats <laughs> <laughs> on your double awards. No, that is awesome. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Because we were talking about how in the past, exactly. you know, that second person used to get like $100,000. That's pretty yeah. cool. You and, know? and then there was a time, I think it was a second person in the beginning. Or most and, popular or something. Well, I think, I, but I think you're right. I think at first it was a second place, got $100,000 or something like that. Yeah. And then remember like third got two cars. Do you remember back then they used to give them cars? I don't remember the cars. I think it's a Ford thing. Back when Ford used to. <laughs> Depends who's sponsoring the right. show. <laughs> well, remember when you guys used to watch Amazon, or not Amazon, Amazing Race, and, oh God, Amazon, Amazing Race, and they always like, oh. Travelocity. Travelocity. <laughs> oh, we have to use the Ford map to figure out where we're going. Exactly. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're doing it this year where they're like, oh, look, we have to use this one app to book our planes. Oh, yeah. that's a neat app. Yeah. How fun. <laughs> Anyways. Well, yeah. So, and then they did change it to where you get to pick, they, they, everybody voted for their favorite. And I know Rupert won one time because yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, who, that was I mean, cool. Everybody's favorite. So, oh, yeah. That was really cool. I, I love that Sia did this, but I think it'd be show, something that CBS does. Yeah. They talk about how it's the number one show with young adults. Okay. Then it's bringing you enough money. CBS, you're a wealthy company. Yeah. Chip an extra $100,000. Give it to the fan favorite. Yeah. Make it a voting thing. Because, yeah. I mean, why not? You know, it gets us excited for it. We could be voting for it, you know, something like that. So yeah, really he was cool. really surprised. He didn't see that coming. So oh, that, uh, that was awesome. I had never even heard of it before. So yeah. I thought, that, that's cool. I think now next year, everybody's going to be talking about yeah. who's like, going to see you. <laughs> yeah. They should make a little trophy that looks like her hair, that the I black know. and white hair. It would have been cool for her to be there, to yeah. be the person to give it away. You yeah. Know? And I think I she mean, has you... been there like last year, the year before. Oh, really? oh yeah. okay. Because you know if she's that big of a fan, she would love to be at the finale. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and I know she's a big pop star and she's... Probably got a very busy schedule. Yeah, but. I know. <laughs> it, look, okay. See, hey, see, I know you're a big fan of the show. So <laughs> you listen to us all the time. We'll go and we'll represent your award next year. There you go. Talk to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, I know you listen to. Hey, Jeff, this is the plan. 
me and mom, Shirley, Frank, we're going to go over. We're going to represent the reward for you guys. We'll hand it to the next big yeah, winner. That sounds great. And then we'll meet Rob. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it for us, guys. Until next season, right? Yeah, we're going to miss you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We have so much fun doing this. It uh, gives us hand cramps, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next season. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast 1. Hope to see you there. Thank you.